The doctrine of the Trinity is a teaching that we generally accept, but we don't fully understand. Christians have a basic understanding of the idea of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but we don't often try to make sense of what this means for our monotheistic religion. Many Christians might not see this doctrine as necessary to their faith, but my belief is that it's vital to the understanding of how He loves us. If we believe the teachings of the Bible, then we should take a closer look at the doctrine of the Trinity and discover what this means for us as God's people. Welcome to the Counting Room. Hello, and welcome to The Counting Room. This will be our fifth session on the essential beliefs of the Christian faith. In Lesson 1, I introduced what I believe are the essential beliefs of the Christian faith. That episode is titled, The Essential Beliefs of the Christian Faith. In there, I laid out five points which I believe are essential. Those are the authority of Scripture, the doctrine of the Trinity, Jesus is fully God, salvation by faith, and life after death. In following episodes, I laid out the authority of Scripture. You will find episodes titled, God's Word Still Stands, The Ten Commandments, and Are You Still Denying God's Word? As I said, this is the fifth session, and I will start to lay out the doctrine of the Trinity. So, the Trinity is something that is often seen as mystical. Not everybody understands how something can be one and three at the same time. It's something that we generally accept, but we don't question. We don't wrestle with it. We don't study it further. I did find some verses that I think will be helpful to us as we try to wrestle with this subject of what is the Trinity and how do we understand it. So turning to the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1, 26 and 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So I want us to take note of those words. I'm not going to get into them today. But I'd like us to have this in our mind. That when God speaks, he says, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Then, in verse 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So a question I have about that is, what does it mean to be made in the image of a triune God? What does that mean for us as man? We are made in the image 
of a triune God. What does that mean for our relationships to each other? I'd also like to consider a verse in Matthew, Matthew 28, verse 19. In Matthew 28, verse 19, this is the middle section of the Great Commission. And this is when Jesus outlines the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. So we do find that in the Bible. And we do find that that is how we are to baptize. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Certainly something for us to consider when we consider that we're a monotheistic religion. We are a monotheistic religion. And yet, we have these three persons in the Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we are created in the image of that triune God. One more verse I'd like to consider is John 17, verse 21. And this was Jesus' prayer shortly before he was crucified. So John 17, verse 21, hear the word of the Lord. That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. That they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. So, very interesting language here. That they all may be one. Jesus wants his people to be one. As thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee. And that they also may be one in us. So, I'd like to consider that verse, because Jesus, the God the Father, the Holy Ghost, we are created in their image. We are created in the image of a triune God. One more thought I'd like to leave you with is when we worship, when we gather together as a church, we are all one together, worshiping our God. We are one with the other churches that worship on Sundays with us. We are calling on the name of the Lord all together. And our tie is not only to the church that's here now on earth, here in time, but it's to the church past, and it's the church present, and it's the church in the future. And these are the things I'd like to consider in the next few weeks. I'm Joel Edgar. Thanks for joining. God bless.